hear that? Did you hear that? I think they're around the corner. Prayman! Run, Prayman, run! Come on, Prayman, run! They're coming! Go, go, go! Run! So are you awake? Then welcome to the scary review of the game Back for Blood by oldmannewgames.com My name is Preben. And my name is Jacob. This time we'll review the AAA title Back for Blood. The game is developed by Turtle Rock Studios and runs on the graphic engine Unreal Engine 4. It was released by Warner Brothers Interactive Entertainment. The game type is a survival shooter or a horror shooter. It's not a part of a series, but you could compare this game to uh, Left 4 Dead. So, Preben, what is this game all about? It's a horror third-person shooter game where you have to do missions to uh, complete acts to move to the next act. And um, it's all about uh, shooting and killing and getting the missions of randoms done. You could do it by yourself with uh, bot friends, or you could do it as up to four friends playing together. That's the easy part. So let's do the single-player part, Jacob. What do you think about it? I think the single-player part is pretty decent. The game tells a story about these four players and a lot of other survivors called the Cleaners. And the Cleaners live in this post apocalyptic world where you have to protect Fort Hope against the undead or the zombies. The game is built up like a movie, so it is parted in acts, and uh, between those acts there are uh, some pretty long cutscenes. But the cutscenes tell a decent story. Yeah, that's actually some of the things the, the game does well. I think the cutscenes actually have a meaning for the game. Yeah, it tells the story about why you are playing and and what you have to be afraid of because of all the zombies that you can see in those cutscenes and you get a sense on how terrible and frightening they can be. Yeah, that's actually more or less the single-player part. There is a Team Deathmatch part where you uh, have to be in the multiplayer. So that's just what we'll be talking about now. Yeah, but I'll just have to say, even though that they are a good story, the game gets boring in the long run because you do the same over and over again. You kill those zombies and nothing else. But before we go on to the multiplayer, I just have to say you actually get caught by the mood. It's possible to get your pulse rising when you play this game. When a horde of zombies are screaming and running after you, you just have to get the fuck out of there. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, no other way. No other way. They will beat you. And they will hunt you down, and they don't give a beep. Yeah, let's let's try and move on from the beep. The, the multiplayer part, and uh, what for us is uh, most important, is that you can play together. So there are two modes here. You play something called Team Deathmatch between the zombies and the humans on a closed little map where... I feel the humans have better odds of winning because they are easy to control and how you play the game. 
The zombies are hard to control and they are easy targets for the humans. So that's the mode that's meh. Uh, the multiplayer part is the same as the single player, but you can play with up to three other friends. So you can pick the characters you want to uh, complement each other in a better way than you can when you play a single player with the bots, I think. One of the things this game is based on is that the developers on each map you go against in the, the missions and the acts is they put a corruption card that makes the game harder in different ways. And just to say something about the difficulty of the game, it doesn't have to be harder because even in the easiest mode, it's so freaking hard. You you can't get through the game if you have any bots on your team. It has to be uh, other players. Yeah, and still then that is really hard. Really hard. Even with good communication and all, it's it's a hard game to make to the end. I I haven't I haven't uh, seen a lot of people who has. No, me neither. But the, some of the good things is, is that you can uh, actually play this with your f- with your friends, uh, even though if they are playing on PC or on a PlayStation and you're on an Xbox, there are cross-platform play. Yeah, and, and, and but I also think that's something we are been accustomed to with new games now. That should be a possibility on every game, even though it's not. But for us, that's a huge plot, even though we are on the same same Xbox machine. Definitely. Let's talk about the game's pros and cons. Some of the cons, I think, is the whole upgrading of your weapons. It seems a little random for me. And I don't think the cards give you enough advantages in the game. So even though if you choose the right amount of cards or the right cards for each level, you don't have an easy way of going through it. No, it's always uh, a hard game, even though the cards you activate give you boost and advantages, it's just still a really, really hard game, even on easy. So yeah, if you think you're going to hardcore just at once, I say good luck to you. And another thing that we have come upon is the slow steering in the game. Sometimes it's very slow and other times it's normal. So there are a bit difference in how you have to play in each level. Even though the game is really pretty, there are some some mistakes in the game where you could see a man running, but he has no legs. And sometimes you can get pinned down so you can't move without somebody killing you. Yeah, you yeah. can get stuck in a rock or something like that. Yeah. But some... but. That makes no yeah, sense. But even though that we hate that the game is so hard, it's also uh, an advantage for the game. I actually think it's some of the, the pros also. Yeah, and that's uh, some of the things we actually like as a pro also, because you have to work hard at this game every round you take. You can't just run through it and say, okay, I completed the game. You have to really work for it, even on easy. So on hard, I'm, I don't even know how people can get through it. Yeah, but is this a game that you will play again or is it something that you will leave in the drawer? Even though I think uh, it's one of the strong suits of this game, it's that it's hard. It's also what makes the game a tough one to keep playing because sometimes you feel you get no progress at all. But the reason that I think that it's tough to keep playing, it's because it's so boring. It's the same over and over and over again. 
Yeah. And, and and that's perfect for some game like Call of Duty. You can see people playing it all the time, but this just doesn't hit that note. Yeah, that's because in Call of Duty you can advance, you can unlock some new weapons and other tools. And in this game you just can't. Yeah, it takes too long, unfortunately. I think that if you have to play a game this long, you have to unlock something in the meanwhile. Yeah. There yeah. has to be a reason to play, not just to uh, get through the game because it's so pretty damn hard, but you have to get some rewards along the way. Yeah. And that's for me why I won't play this game. And then the team death match mode where you play against uh, other players, it doesn't it doesn't work. It's The maps are too small and... It's just ridiculous. It seems like it's something that you just had to make because someone said there has to be another way of playing this in multiplayer and it doesn't seem finished. In this mode, it seems like the humans had too much of an advantage. The monsters are too hard to control to kill the people. So almost every time the humans win. Yeah. And for me, when I play multiplayer or single player, actually, I I I love to play multiplayer games because I I can sit playing with my mates. But if I have to play a single player game, it has to catch me. The game has to make you want to play it over and over, and it doesn't in especially in the single player part because you can't advance enough with the bots, in my view. So if you make a game like this where you only can shoot some zombies and go around in the same maps and you you can't even choose your own uh, route around the map and there are no vehicles, you can't drive or fly, then the game doesn't do anything for me. So I won't go back to this game and play the game again. So let's go to the judgment. And in the judgment, we give them 10 joysticks if it's really good and the games get only zero joysticks if it's bad as hell. And this time, let's talk about control and steering for this game, Bremen. What do you feel about that? I will uh, only give it a six. And I'll give it a six because sometimes you get stuck on the map and you can't move. You just have to wait to die. And also in the multiplayer part, it's like they were just an afterthought. So especially when you play monsters versus humans, the monsters move too slow and it's very hard to control in the right way. So you actually get a kill. It's too easy to get kills. So that's why I'm only giving it a six. No, that's really frustrating. And I'll agree on you on the six for control and steering. So what do you think about the graphics? I think the game is uh, pretty neat. It's... um it's really good graphics. It looks how it should, and, and there's a certain move or, or a filter over the game, and I really love the way that they have done the graphics in this game. So I'll give it a 9. Yeah, for me it was also a 9, but for me it was more that sometimes you had a character running, but it has no legs. I think he has been eaten by a zombie. <laughs> yeah that could be could be yeah so what about sounds i think they really nailed the sound of this one it's for me a nine or a ten because you really get in the mood that okay they're coming 
where they're coming from, how many, and you can really feel the difference between a horde where there's a lot of zombies coming at once and the place where there's only one zombie or two com zombies coming against you. So you really know if it's either or the other. For me, it's also a nine. And I think the sounds are very great. And there are some good shocking effects also. When the zombie come running after you or if they come around a corner, you definitely get a shock. So um, in a horror game like this, the sounds really work. Yeah, I think it's really good sound. So nine or ten, is, I'm not uh, totally sold, but nine, definitely a nine. The music in this game. Yeah. How do you like it? I'm only at a seven. Actually, I have uh, turned down the volume of the music because I enjoy the shocking effect of the sounds instead. And the music doesn't uh, build up for the moments mm. as the as the sound does in this game. So that's why I have turned it down. I have to say, in the act or the map where you play the jukebox, the sound is really, or the music is really, really good because the <laughs> numbers or the tunes that they have chosen are just some great tunes. Yeah, and, and that's the only thing that actually takes up. Normally, I would give it a five or a six because it's decent but not spectacular. It sets the mood, but I more feel it's the sound of the game that does it than the music. Exactly. So what about value for money, Prem? I would be sad if I paid money for this because you can't play solo almost. It's too hard when you get the bots to try and help you. You have to play with uh, some of your mates to actually have a chance to fulfill the acts of going to the game and get through the missions. So for me, it would only be a six if I had to pay for it. I would be really annoyed, but we had it on Game Pass, so it's it's a good idea to just need to fine-tune the game. I'm also giving it a six, and I agree on what you say. And then some of the value for money is also because of the lack of other modes in multiplayer. It's a big and long story and it's hard to get through, but when you copy the story mode for both single player and multiplayer, there isn't uh, enough in this game for me. So that's why I'm only at a six. So is this a game you would play again? No, I won't play this game again because it's just too boring. It's the same over and over and over again. No, it's like they wanted to do both a campaign part and a multiplayer part. You can't uh, play the game solo because the bots are not good enough. You can't fulfill it other than with your mates. So if uh, you'd like to play solo sometimes, this is not a game for you. Uh, the other part is it's uh, very constricted uh, how the missions are put up. You don't have many choices. So it's a linear game that just does the same over and over. That's not good enough for a game that actually has some really good parts in it. So I think uh, they should uh, rethink it if they want to play it again. Yeah, it's like, we, okay, we have to have a multiplayer part, but we don't really want to spend time developing it. So can we agree on a grade around four? For me, it's a four. Yeah. Adding up the grades, we are running up to 6.8 out of 10, and IGN gave it... 8 out of 10, but I think that uh, we are correct. It's uh, almost like they played uh, the first act only and they gave their score and that's it. And I'm pretty sure that players will choose other games shortly. 
So if we had a fun factor in this game, that would be around uh, two, I think. This is uh, definitely not a game that we will be playing more, and we hope the next game we choose would be better. I'm sure that the next game we choose would be better, because we're playing Forza Horizon 5 now. <laughs> yeah, boy, that's a good one. Yeah. So uh, come on in and play with us. Thank you for listening to Old Men New Games. You can find us at www.oldmennewgames.com. My name is Bam. And my name is Jacob. Bye. See you later. See you out there. Have a nice day. Auf Wiedersehen. Tschüss. <laughs> Good night, Leute. So we're almost at the end now, but we have found some bloopers from this episode. This time we review the blockbuster game Back for Good. No! Nine. But <laughs> oh, <laughs> and the cards don't give you not in enough advantage because uh, <laughs> 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 see you later alligator